making some of the most useful consumer tech available to more people. Welcome back for another Textonation interview. Joining us is Dave Crosby, co-founder and chief marketing officer at a company called Wise, spelled with a Y and a Z. Thank you for joining us, Dave. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Happy to join the Textonation experience. Well, you've got a wonderful corporate story to tell and a personal story. We're going to start on, on the company side here. Tell us what WISE is all about. It seems to me it's a very different kind of consumer electronics company. Sure. Uh, you know, we have a mission to make great technology accessible to everyone and, uh, and to be friends with customers. And so what we, we're trying to do something different in the smart home space and in the smart in IoT space by making uh, electronics that are incredibly affordable and then loading them up with all sorts of great features. And we want, we really want to create a too good to be true experience when someone opens one of our products and finds the value in it and compares that to the price they paid. We want them to be blown away. And, uh, you know, that's what we've been doing for the last three years. And, and we've, we've rolled out, you know, 30 or so products and uh, have lots more planned. Well, we want to talk specifically about some of the products, but let's, let's get to a sense of how this happened why this came about this way. You and some of your colleagues, I understand, worked at Amazon previously? Yeah, I mean, I don't know how, how in-depth you want me to go on the story, but uh, I, I was working at Amazon. I was on their musical instruments team, and a couple of, the of friends were working on another team. And uh, we saw some trends in the smart home industry. We felt that the, the smart home industry, first of all, there, were, there was a number of problems. It was, it was not widely adopted. It was still despite having really, you know, uh, cool products and, and a big change, it was still was kind of focused on a very specific set of tech users and wasn't going kind of mainstream. And the biggest problem is, is it was just too expensive. Uh, as cool as the products were, you'd, you'd have to pay, you know, $200 for a, for a smart home camera. And that's, that was just a threshold that was too much for a lot of people. And then the third problem was just there wasn't, the, the, the technology wasn't smart enough. You know, it was, it was smarter than your average electronics, but it wasn't, it wasn't to a point where it was uh, useful enough. And so the three of us, you know, making a long story short, set off on a journey to, journey to fix those three problems. So of course, the first thing we did is we, we brought the price way down. So we, we launched a, a camera that instead of $200 was, was $20. And um, it was, that was a very tough decision for us as entrepreneurs and, you know, people with big aspirations and dreams. But we, we, you know, there was, there was a lot of market research at that time that said we should have charged 40 and $50, but we really wanted to make a statement that our company was going to stand, stand up for something. And that was being friends with users. And if our friends walked in the door, what would we, what would we charge them for this product? And so that's what we've anchored and built the foundation of our business on. And so we, we charged as little as we possibly could. And we started with that camera and things just kind of blew up from there. You know, it, it, it has spread very quickly. We've got Fortunately, it's some great press and coverage from, from people like yourself that have been interested in our story and what we've been trying to do at WISE. And we've sensed, you know, we started with cameras, but we've, we've launched now many products from, from light bulbs to smart plugs to scales uh, to now even a robot vacuum cleaner. There's, there's all sorts of stuff that we're really filling out the this, this smart ecosystem kind of first within your home and now even branching off into some more lifestyle products like, like a smartwatch. Well, I've taken a look at the smartwatch. I went out and, and purchased one. I ordered one early on, and that's what it looks like. You're and, wearing it. Amazing. Yeah, I, I am. And, you know, I look at all kinds of technology, Dave, and, and when I show this to someone in the family who's wearing an Apple watch and they say, 
that, that looks really nice. It kind of looks like an Apple watch. And, the, and I say, well, guess how much it cost? And when I say $20, they don't believe me. <laughs> that's the response that you get. Good. That's, that's exactly the response we want. It's that too good to be true experience. How in the world did you get that much value for, for the price you paid for? And that's, that's our goal with everything that we launch. And it tells me blood oxygen levels, a heart rate, and gets notifications from a, from the phone. Does yeah. everything, most everything you'd want a, a smartphone to do. It's not going to do the GPS stuff necessarily that some higher end watches will do, but right. And but but one of the one of the greatest things about our products is, and our users, you know, expect expect this experience from us. But we'll launch a product, but that product, I promise, will get much better over time. We have uh, over a hundred developers working very hard on improving the experience of all of our products. So we usually launch a product when we feel like it exceeds that, you know, threshold of being too good to be true. And then our, our engineers will continue to work on those products and make them better and better. And for example, our, our original wise cam, when it first launched had four or five core features and within a year or two had probably 15 to 20 features that, that and these are all the requests from the users. We, we closely watch our user community and we see the things that they want in our products, what they're requesting after, Kind of playing with them and using them and then we build those features into the product so someone like yourself the watch is very new uh we are watching those those communities very closely to see what requests are coming in on the watch and we will as fast as we can start building those features into the watch very exciting still i want to get to the heart of, of this because most companies when they look at pricing are looking in the opposite direction how much can i charge not how little can i charge so tell me about the thinking behind it why? Yeah, it's it's uh, definitely, you know, we started off with this foundation, you know, is it it I can remember the day that the, the three of us founders were in a room trying to think about how we were going to build our business. And, and that was, you know, being friends with customers is how we decided to build this business business. And so everything is anchored upon that philosophy. And since then, as we've grown, and we've gotten more users, there's, of course, been temptation, you know, we if we anything we launch now, we know, will sell a lot of units, because we have a lot of trust with our user base. And so we we have to be so focused on those principles to keep on charging those margins that are just too good to be true. And uh, we usually target anywhere from, you know, 3% margin to a 10% margin uh, on our products. Um, that's usually where we hang around. I think a lot has to do with as well, you know, we, we came from Amazon and Amazon's a great company. We, we loved our experience at Amazon and Amazon embeds in you some core leadership principles. And part of those are, a, build things for the long term, you know, don't focus on short term profits. And so that's always been a key mindset of, of what we want to be as a company. It's you never want to do like a short term profit grab. What you want to do is instill high confidence and loyalty and trust in your customers. Because the thing is, you you may have bought that smartwatch for, you know, a 5% margin, a 3% margin, whatever we had on that smartwatch. But, um, you know, it got your attention. And hopefully the next time when we launch a new camera, or we just launched our, our home monitoring, professional monitoring a security system, you might come back and take a look at that as well. And so over the long term, even though we made you know three five percent margin on from from that one sell, uh, over the long term we've we've built a, a, your loyalty and your trust that that you'll support us for for years years to come. Hopefully, you know, I've been doing this uh, tech segment for a really long time. Back in the early '90s, uh, Jeff Bezos came to see me in the studio, wow. and and and, <laughs> and told me about his idea for selling books online. And I, but and my response was, well, don't people love to thumb through? I was a little skeptical, <laughs> <laughs> but I guess he's done okay. So, That's pretty so, amazing. So tell me, with the next product coming out, this this home monitoring system, and you've got a lot more to talk about as well. Tell me how that works and the pricing. You're really disrupting there again. 
yeah, our, our goal is to, you know, blow people's mind too good to be true. Once again, the, the wise home monitoring is something we're very excited about. Traditionally, you'd have to, you know, the average price, I, I don't want to speak exactly what it is, but, but, you know, from the main competitors, what we see is anywhere from kind of 15 to $60 a month to have your home have a security system. And then you got to pay on top of that hardware fees. So you got to pay, you know, 250 bucks for, you know, one of our main competitors. I know their hardware is $250 and, and uh, you know, $30, $40 a month to get the professional monitoring, somebody watching it 24 seven. What we've done is again, we are pricing this as low as we possibly can, almost zero, almost zero margin for us, uh, building that long-term trust with the customers uh, on the hardware for sure. So right, right now we're giving, if you sign up for an, for an annual subscription, we will give you all the hardware for free, no cost. Um, and, and it's just five bucks a month. And so, um, you know, we've done a number of things to to make sure that we can make that margin work for us as a company and make sure it works for our company or for the customers. But the hardware is fantastic. It's brand new. We've redesigned all our hardware with security in mind. Uh, it's got, you know, great range. We have the, the contact sensors that go on the door. Those will give you the notifications if the door has been opened or, or broken into. Um, you can put them on windows as well if they've been opened or broken into. We have the motion sensors that you can see if anyone's moving in the room. And then these notifications will all go to your phone, kind of set up however you want to, you know, set up your, your notifications. And then we have uh, a keypad that you can, you can arm your system, you can disarm your system, you can set it so it's guarding only the outside of the house as opposed to monitoring all the motion in the house. Uh, we're really trying to make it as user-friendly as possible and then make it so it's, we want to make the home security system so inexpensive that it's, it's just kind of crazy not to have it. For $5 a month, like there's, there's no more excuses to not have a security system in your house. That's, that's what we hope will happen. And the cameras that you've already been selling will, will, will work yep, with this? Absolutely. That, that the cameras will, will plug into the system as well. So, um, you know, that the cameras are only 23, 24 bucks right now. So you can add those onto the system as well. So if, if one of those contact sensors is triggered, you know, the door opens. If you have a camera, you can, you can actually see the video of what was triggered or what happened. If motion was sensed, what moved? You can have these cameras set up next to these sensors or wherever you want to uh, heavily monitor your home. And that's, that's one of the other amazing things that we're seeing from our customers because our, our cameras are so inexpensive uh, instead of buying, you know, two, three cameras to put on the outside of your house, your porch, you can put them everywhere. You know, you can buy 10 cameras and, and put them all over the place. And, and so you can have a real good look at what's, what's happening uh, inside your home or wherever you want to monitor. And the, the storage, you, you, have, you have plans that allow people to have uh, longer storage of the videos. Yep. So we have local storage on the cameras. So um, there's no requirement for subscriptions at all. You can record 24-7 to your micro SD card. Um, if you're a little bit more security conscious, you know, it's, it's possible a thief could come and take that camera and which would take the storage with it. And so um, we do have uh, Cam Plus, which will give you cloud storage. And we, although we, we offer 12 seconds for free, so 12 seconds of motion you will see for free in the cloud and we, we cover the cost of that. But if you want longer than the 12 seconds, uh, you know, we, you can record full events, all motion. And that's, that's uh, $15 a year for that plan or, or $1.99 a month. And that also includes, by the way, for the camera, that will also upgrade the camera to have AI features. So instead of getting a notification for every movement, you'll only get a notification for if a person is detected or if a package is detected or a vehicle. Those are the three AI features that we're currently offering. And you have some personal experience uh, with how valuable a camera can be in detecting a theft. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, you may have seen, we put a YouTube video out a few few weeks ago, but we, it's funny, back, back when we were launching our outdoor camera, I had a few of them in my car and I also had some beta units around my house. I was testing them out. And uh, sure enough, in the middle of the night, someone came in, broke into my car 
and ran off with these brand new cameras that weren't even released to the market yet. And then they showed up on Craigslist shortly thereafter. And so uh, I reviewed my camera footage, saw the person breaking into the camera, turn it over to the police, and we met up with this person who was selling my cameras on Craigslist. I actually uh, kind of pretended I was a buyer, met up with this person, showed up with the police, got my cameras back. And uh, fortunately, that guy was, you know, put into the system a little bit. Hopefully, he can not do that to other people as well. Let's hope. So some of the other products you have, what's what's hottest for you right now? I mean, there's, you're churning these out at such a rapid rate, it seems, but what's what's the hottest new stuff? Yeah, for sure. The, we just launched the Wisecam V3, which is our new our new upgraded camera. We started with the V1 when we launched, went to the V2, uh, you know, six months or later. This one is we've we've been building for about a year, year and a half and, and have the year or the V3 out. Uh, it's it's my favorite camera. It's incredible. It's the the night vision is just unbelievable on the V3. Um, pretty much shocks everybody that they see. It's we have color night vision on it. Um, of course, we have the the outdoor camera, which is also an amazing camera. It doesn't have any cords, which is makes it so nice. You can put those anywhere and they endure. Both of those cameras are are weatherproof. And then we we re- recently released the the video doorbell. Uh, so that's that's an awesome product to put on your porch. Also incredibly affordable. It's forty five dollars. And uh, the most the most recent product that I just am, just got we just started shipping is the color the color bulbs the smart bulbs that that are uh, you know can do any color you want sixteen million colors so those are kind of the most recent hot items but uh, a lot of the stuff is has done really well lately and that's such a competitive category I mean there are so many smart bulbs out there tell us tell us where where Wise comes in and says here here's what we're doing that's different. Yeah, it's it is a definitely more competitive category. It's harder, you know, to disrupt the camera category. It was wasn't very hard because we we made it for twenty dollars instead of two hundred. Bulbs are harder to to disrupt in that kind of shocking of a way because there's already some pretty competitive pricing out there. But of course, we aim to be the market leader in color bulbs. Um, you know, compare our pricing with anyone else, and then uh, just the the quality. It's not we're not just making a cheap product. We're making a very high quality product for the lowest price possible. So if you take those color bulbs, there's been several YouTube reviews I've seen already comparing them to someone like, you know, Philips Hue. Um, they're every bit as good as those bulbs with, with a, um, you know, you're going to pay a lot less for them. And the software is fantastic. Well, let's talk a bit about the, the personal side, of, if you don't mind, Dave, because sure. especially during this pandemic, the entertainment that you and your family have provided on YouTube has been something I, my family, millions of others really look forward to. So how did this all come about? The people should know this, this is about music and the talent that you have and your, your daughter, Claire, and the rest of your family, too. Yeah, yeah uh, you know, it's, it's kind of an interesting backstory jumping into why I started doing all this stuff. But uh, back when I was working at Amazon, um, I, I made a video with my daughter. You know, I've always played music. I've always been a musician. And I, my daughter was just three years old at that time, and she started to sing. And so I thought it'd be kind of fun to make a, a music video with her. And we made a little Disney music video and put it on YouTube, just kind of, you know, fun, had a good time with it. I wanted to capture her little singing voice at three years old because I thought it was, you know, cute and fun. And it, the video went viral. It, it blew up, got covered in all these different news stations and celebrities were tweeting it out and all this kind of stuff. So, um, so we made another video and that video went viral. And then we made another one and that video went viral too. And at that point, it was kind of like, we, we, we kind of have something here that maybe we can pursue and it'd be fun. We were getting a lot of invites to go on, you know, the Ellen show and I got an invite to go on the voice. And so I ended up, um, I ended up leaving, leaving Amazon 
mainly for that because I, I had this opportunity to go on the voice and, and as, as I was on the voice, I was on team Adam on the voice. And uh, when you're on the voice, they, they kind of lock you down to a hotel room. You can't go a lot of places because it's not a, it's not a live show. They're pre-recording it. So they don't want the information to get out. And so as you're in the hotel room, you have a lot of time to think. And as I'm, as I'm in the hotel room, uh, I'm working with these partners that I, these guys from Amazon. And that's when we kind of formed this, this new idea for this new company and, and uh, started working out a lot of the details finding the manufacturers and all that kind of stuff. And by the time I was done with the voice, we were rocking, you know, ready to roll. And so we got back together and put all the rest of the, the kind of the early marketing materials together and built the software, hired the engineers to do that kind of stuff. And then we launched, you know, I got done with the voice in I think August and we ended up launching in October. So um, since then we still have our YouTube channel and um, you know, for me, I always, I could just do YouTube full time with my daughter, but it always, it always felt so weird because it was, it was, uh, you know, I didn't, I felt weird. My, my daughter was almost the breadwinner of the family. So that was, that was never sat right with me. And that's why immediately after leaving Amazon, after, you know, two or three months of that, I just felt so weirded out by that experience that I need, I wanted to do something new. And, uh, this wise opportunity stuck like it was something that I'd been thinking about at Amazon and knew that I had to pursue that at the same time I was doing this YouTube thing. And so I've been kind of doing both of them at the same time over the last couple of years. And fortunately they've both been going great. Uh, they're both very busy. So trying to figure out how to balance that has been tough, but yeah, making YouTube videos on the, on the side, on the weekends and doing wise during the day. And Claire is how old now? He's now eight. If you can believe it, we've been doing it for five years now. Wow. Just amazing. And I assume she gets a little bit of an allowance. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she, she's funny because she's, she's getting smart enough to kind of figure this out a little bit, but so of course we have like, a, you know, we have an account for her and we, she, she doesn't know she gets paid. Like essentially someday she's going to be very, very uh, pleasantly surprised. Let's put it that and, way. <laughs> and there are, are four children in all. And the, the newest is, is Millie. Is that right? The, yeah. Millie was born back in December. So she's about four months old now. Terrific. Now everybody contributes some, I know your wife sings along and the, the, the boys uh, are singing too, or the, there's one. Yeah, you know, music is a big part of our family. Uh, my wife is, uh, her main thing is she's a, she's a great piano player, but she's also started to sing a little bit, just kind of having fun. We're kind of trying some new stuff. And then my, my little boy, my only boy, he, uh, he knows he's a little bit more on the shy side. He doesn't love singing in front of people, but he, he has perfect pitch and he's an incredible little ukulele player. And so I'm sure he'll break out of his shyness and he'll be singing at some point because he's definitely incredibly musical. So how difficult is it for you mixing the corporate life with 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 this youtube life i mean you have i don't know if you what the latest number is how many millions of subscribers oh man uh, that's it's definitely been the uh a lot <laughs> the biggest challenge of my life right like trying to balance these two things and and a lot of it comes down to just you know i've had to learn the hard way in a lot of different areas delegation you know i i, I have a really hard time giving up control of a lot of different things but uh fortunately i've found some good people to help me along the way, especially on the wide side. You know, we've grown our team to over 200 employees now, um, really, really talented people. And that's taken a lot of the pressure off of trying to make every single decision. And we also, you know, that's a big emphasis for us at WISE. We want people to be owners at WISE and, and be able to make their own decisions. And so we really heavily uh, encourage people to be decision makers in our company. And so that has helped people being their own entrepreneurs and figuring stuff out without needing to be handheld along the way on everything. And so still trying to figure that out. It's still a process. I, I need to, you know, hire more people on the YouTube side of things probably uh, at this point, but, but are you doing most of the production work yourself still? Or? 
Yeah, I mean, I have I have some freelancers and I have an assistant, but yeah, just just the one employee right now on the YouTube side of things, which is is pretty pretty crazy. I, I definitely need. Uh, I just actually hired another one, so I'll have, I'll have two starting next month, but probably could do with another two or three on that side of things as well. Well, how has the pandemic affected the operations at Wise? I know supply chains are disrupted for all kinds of companies out there today uh, for a variety of reasons, including the pandemic. And, and, and the pandemic, how has that affected what you're doing on YouTube? Yeah, starting with Wise, the... You know, in the beginning, it was it was very impactful for us. Of course, our supply chains immediately shut down, and because we're such a low margin company, we depend on very high volume to you know our, to make that work. We we have high fixed costs every month. We have high cloud costs every month. We have a lot of employees that we're paying every month, right? And when you suddenly lose your entire inventory supply, those fixed costs are are hard, very hard on your company, right? And so. Um, the first couple of months were a little bit scary because we, we kind of lost supply. We didn't, fortunately, we didn't go out, out of stock for too long. We were able to make it work. We had, we had, we'd made some big orders earlier that year that were able to sustain us. And so it wasn't as scary as we, we thought it could be if it had gone on a few months longer with our supply chains sh- shut down. As it got kind of, um, as it progressed, we, it, it, we, we looked at some more opportunities because we have such great supply chain partners we were able to source really early on some um, you know, kind of COVID equipment, you know, masks, uh, thermometers, that kind of stuff. We offered, I know kind of everyone sells masks now, but back last March, we were kind of one of the first companies to offer masks to their customers just because we had such a great supply chain relationship and we wanted to, you know, beat the whole, be friends with your users and, and try to provide our users with the equipment that they would need to, to front the, un, up the, the incoming storm. And so we were able to kind of, create some new product offerings. Of course, we didn't have much margin on them, but they, from a cash flow perspective, they were really helpful for us. Um, so we we did that the first couple of months. And then from from then on out, once the supply chain situation got kind of figured out, uh, it's it's been good for us. So you were, we're an e-commerce company. And so fortunately we don't have any any stores. And so we've benefited a little bit from that, which is kind of you know hard to say. And a lot of people are suffering out there, a lot of businesses, but fortunately we we don't have any hard retail location. So the e-commerce business has, has done better from a personal side on YouTube. The only thing that's really affected us is we haven't been able to do any kind of, of the, the big elaborate shoots that we're used to doing. But, um, you know, it's kind of the same thing. I almost feel bad saying it, but, but because people are stuck at home, they got nothing to do, but watch YouTube. And so all it's, it's all the, all the views are going up. Everything's going up. Um, so trying to give back from that to the people that aren't, aren't, uh, benefiting from that so much. Well, that's what I alluded to at the beginning. The entertainment you've provided to the many of us, myself included, has been really, really terrific. And we're just hoping it continues for a long, long time to come. Thank you. We'll, we'll keep on trying it for sure. And with the company, one of the things that I wanted to point out before I let you go is that when people pre-order from your website, they get notifications and update, uh, I don't know, every few days or so. I think somebody named Jimmy. I'm not sure to, to, to <laughs> let you know wise. here's the status of of your order. So it's not just hanging there, leaving you wondering where where the product is when it's on back order or or a brand new item that hasn't quite shipped yet. Yeah, I would say this is something we've gotten better at. Uh, we probably weren't as good as we should have been early on, but we do we do pre-orders that are longer than most companies. Uh, on, you know, on these products, we 
it's just kind of the way we operate our business with the low margins and the kind of different requirements that we have as a company. But we, we want to show them to our customers early. We want to get early signals from our customers that if this is a product that they're going to want, and then it helps us prepare our supply chains and we can just, you know, save a lot on, you know, the operation side of things so that we can be more efficient with, with our costs and make sure that we can continue to offer uh, products at the lowest possible price. And so we do longer pre-orders than, than some other companies. So uh, we've, we've tried to get better, of course, of sending weekly updates of here's where your product's at. This is kind of the developments. This is, you know, we're, we're updating this piece of hardware or, or you know, we're making this kind of change and uh, doing our best to keep our customers informed of when they're going to get their product. We haven't always been as good at that, but we've definitely invested heavily. We hired Jimmy, as you mentioned, um, so that he could, so we could be better at that. Well, terrific. And it, it means a lot to your customers. As, as you said before, the customers have a feeling that they're a friend of, of the company, that they're, that they're being treated right. Yeah, that's our hope. I mean, you know, we, we, you know, we're just, we're just normal people trying to make cool stuff for cool people and um, just trying to think of, of how, you know, always think of if our friends were in the room, what would they want for this product? How would we make it for them? What would we charge? That's, that's how we operate in everything we do. Any hints about what's next? I mean, it's hard to say. There, there's so many things um, coming next. We've got, you know, a lot of stuff in the pipeline. We've got, of course, more cameras coming. Um, You've got an RC car out there that's sold out too. <laughs> that's kind of, you know, that was, a, that was a funny one because for April Fool's Day, we launched this kind of car we call the wise car and it has a wise cam on top of it. And we, it was just kind of a fun toy. It wasn't, wasn't too serious of a product. We almost wanted it to be like an April fool's joke and then people to be surprised that it was actually a real product. It wasn't like, it wasn't just an April fool's joke. Um, so we only made 5,000 of them, them thinking that like, not a lot of people are going to want to buy this toy car, but uh, demand, demand for the toy car was insane. It broke our website all day long, actually created a pretty frustrating experience for users, which was really, really unfortunate. But um yeah, we, we, we like to have fun with our users as well and make toy cars along the way. Well, congratulations on a few things here. First, the, the philosophy behind the company, what you're doing, the innovation that you're showing in being able to execute on, on the dream. And congratulations, too, on, on the YouTube side and, and your wonderful family. Thank you so much, Fred. Appreciate it. Now this. It takes a lot of listening to build a better radio, and that's just what the folks at Sea Crane have done. Bob Crane and his crew, nestled among the rivers and tallest trees in the world in Fortuna, California, have made a habit of listening to their customers, and that's just what they've done in building the CC Skywave SSB, the Swiss Army knife of portable radios. For everyday listening to AM or FM in the yard or patio or on the nightstand, Without having to drain a mobile phone battery, it's a great companion. But it is also a companion equipped for NOAA weather information and alerts that can be life-saving. You can listen to FEMA and Coast Guard transmissions too. Beyond all of that, you can tune into shortwave signals from around the world. It's compact, easy to take with you, and built to last. The CC Skywave SSB. Click on the link at textonation.com.